welcome to Climbing Consulting. Today is another solo episode and I wanted to talk about a subject that has come up time and time again with my guests like Stephen Newton, like Tim Smeaton, like David Lancefield, all highlighting the importance of creating something or the importance of sales. It's a fundamental element of consulting. David highlighted it as one of the key differentiators between those who make and those who fail to make partner. Stephen highlighted how it's a skill you need at all levels, as Tim did. And I'm inclined to agree with all of them, that if you look up in your firm, whether you are junior or senior, those who have done the best are the ones who have been able to make that transition from simply doing the work to be able to identify, shape, and then sell the work. It's a critical skill. And I wanted to share some of my advice aimed at the junior end. I left consulting as what my firm called a senior consultant. So the sort of middle grades, upper junior, lower middle, depending how you want to pitch it. And I wanted to share some advice for those grades, because I think very often those of you who are in the junior grade, sometimes think, oh, I hear this advice, I've listened to those episodes, I want to do some more BD, but I'm not a partner, I can't go into the CEO's office and sell him a bit of work, what what can I do? So I wanted to cover exactly that. I wanted to talk about four areas that you can do to help your firm with business development, with sales, and help yourself firstly give back to the firm, help it grow, which will only help you in your career, and help you be seen as someone who is good or has an aptitude for this. And trust me, it's a skill that those who are more senior than you will notice, and it will help accelerate your career. So the first one, and the first two are project related. So if you're sitting on a project or working on a project right now, these are two things you can implement straight away. The first is simply be the partner's eyes and ears. So very often, a partner who is working on multiple projects might spend a day a week on your particular client. Might be more, might be less. And they have a finite amount of time and they can only meet with so many people. They can only spend so long on the floor getting a sense of the politics of what projects are going well, what projects are going badly. By simply being their eyes and ears, you add huge value to them and you show that you are interested in helping grow that account and your practice and therefore your firm. So do that. Take note of what's going on on the floor. Just absorb, like I said, which projects are going well. Where is the the mood music going in terms of politics if there is some on your client? Where is it that looks like they might need some support in the future? What is it on your project that's going well or might not be going so well that potentially you and your firm can help the client with? These are all fantastic things that you can then share with the lead partner or the account manager, if it's a larger firm and it's not a partner managing the account, that they can then use to help grow that account. And having done this and had the feedback, I can assure you it is recognized and it is valued because you are helping with that sales effort. So for those of you who are a bit less comfortable with, say, the overt side of selling, as sometimes people call it, or the the sort of pitching, but want to get involved and help grow the practice and be seen to be doing something from the BD side. That's a fantastic way of doing it. Now, building on that, and again, this is something that you and your place in a project have a very unique perspective of. Now, assuming you're doing a good job, and that's obviously the critical thing, make sure you're doing a good job as the first point, you are likely to be working with stakeholders who might be outside of your partner's circle or network in the firm. So you might, let's say, be working in one area. Let's say you're working in business change, doing an IT project. And because of that, you're working with stakeholders across the business. And you've developed a really good relationship with the head of operations because you've done a lot of work with him. Now, it's usually actually quite difficult for 
those who are senior in your firm in a sales capacity to make that cold outreach or that cold intro. And the reason for that is quite simple. Clients are often wary of consultants because they want to sell them something. And more often than not, they're right to be wary because the consultant does want to sell them something. So a cold intro by a partner or senior person for no reason, with no value other than we should have a chat, is usually seen quite negatively by a client. So it's quite hard for your account director, let's say, to make that intro themselves. Now, this is where you can add value and really show the focus and thought you're putting into business development and sales. So let's say you've got a great relationship with the head of operations and he trusts you, he likes the work you've done and therefore your firm has done by extension. If there is an opportunity, if there's a chance for something that that area is struggling with or something they may have brought up in conversation, suggest that you introduce them to the partner. So let's say a head of operations is struggling with their call center and you know that your firm have a good offering in this space. Suggest that you introduce them to the partner or relevant head of to have a conversation and share your thinking on it. What you've done there is turned a cold contact that's going to be difficult to connect with into a warm contact who is actually keen to hear from you and your senior leadership team because you might be able to help them solve their problem. And that's much more likely to lead to a sale. And most firms and your firm, if it is good, will acknowledge that and celebrate your role in that. If they don't, then you've probably got a bigger question around the culture of your firm and you might want to look at other firms. But I can say with confidence from firms I've worked in or firms I know of, they would 100% every time celebrate the junior person's role in bringing that person in. In fact, I know some firms that will pay a percentage of the end fee to whoever originates that business. So if you're an analyst and you were the person who originated or did whatever it was that led to that project kicking off, you would get a fee. So just to give you a bit of an example there about how some firms do it, but ultimately all firms should be giving you credit for that type of activity. So those are the on-project, if you like, approaches for how to effectively do BD at the junior level. So be the partner's eyes and ears and look and where possible and where it does add value to the client, open new doors for the partner. The next one, and this is slightly tangential, but still very similar, is actually look at your network. So this is something that David Lancefield said in our interview that he does with new partners. And I think it's equally relevant, regardless of how senior or junior you are, is actually take some time, look at your university network, your LinkedIn network, and just see where people are. See where people who you might have been very close with at your last role, or you might have known really well at university, see what they're doing now and reach out to them. Suggest you have a coffee, just see what's going on. It's not the case that Every person will have some work or that they'll want to work with you. You know, Some might not even want to talk to you, but you are likely to find one or two out of 10 or 20 who are working in your industry and either have a problem themselves, if you're sort of a bit older and more senior, or are working for senior people who you can introduce someone in your firm to. So a common one at sort of graduates or second job level is an EA role. So very prestigious in industry to support an executive as their executive assistant. So provide sort of that analysis, that strategy, that sounding board. That role's often someone who's quite junior, supporting someone who's very senior. If you've got anyone who is filling a role like that in your network, maybe they're the sort of person who you can have a chat with and then potentially put their boss and one of your partners together. It's a fantastic way to open a door, could lead to some business. And again, it puts that person, that partner or senior leader in front of someone who they never would have been able to meet otherwise. And that is a massive 
taken a massive win for them and therefore it's a massive win for you because you are seen as the person who is helping shape and grow business and you are seen as someone who wants to grow the business and with most as with all things in life I'd say if you put out those right signals and you show that you are keen on this this area let's say you're keen on business development you're doing it you have an aptitude for it you are more likely to be brought into other business development or sales work and that cycle begins to self-perpetuate so those are the sales side if you like that's the outbound the last point and i break this into two is is what i'd call the inbound sales and it's not always as overtly called sales in most businesses but i'd argue that it's just as valuable as the areas i've just mentioned and there's two parts to this there's recruitment and brand and they do interlink so on the recruitment side you might be listening to this and thinking nick i i don't really fancy going and pitching to my client to speak to my boss. I don't, I don't really like that. I don't really fancy messaging an old friend of mine and saying, should we have a coffee it's just simply for business? And it's worth saying, if you're uncomfortable on that side of the networking, I've done another episode on networking, highly recommend go back and give it a listen because I talk a lot about that and how you can overcome that fear. But if for whatever reason, that's not, not your bag, the other side of sales is recruitment. Now, you're probably thinking, well, well that's not sales. How, how does that help bring in money to the firm? Well, it, it's quite simple. A recruitment agent will charge, let's say, 20 to 30% of someone's salary. So if they're bringing in someone at 100 grand, they'll take 30K of that. So if you can help your firm through your network, introducing people to the firm and suggesting people who might be a good fit for the firm, or just telling your work about roles that are coming up in your organization and those lead to hires for your firm, you could save them thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds. And that all then goes to bottom line profit. So that's where I say that is a sales activity because you are avoiding costs that leads to increased revenue. Very simple. The brand side, and again, this is more to play to different skill sets. So it might be that you are less comfortable doing that one-on-one -on -one side, but you like big events, let's say. How can you help build your organization's brand? The consulting market's super competitive, not just for winning clients, but also winning consultants. You can come out of the right level of firm and you have your pick of where you go next. And for a lot of consulting firms, they are battling with other firms on talent. Their pitch to clients is, we know this stuff and we've got really good people who can do it. So they need to get the best people. And the key way really that you do that, other than the recruitment and the personal networks that I've just spoken about, is raising the brand, making your consultancy look and be better than others in the market. And this again is where maybe those of you who have experience running events or sort of bigger scale projects can use those skills. So could you run something that raises your profile in an industry? So when I was in a consult my consulting firm, we ran a networking event for young people in insurance. Myself and a couple of colleagues, we ran this every six months, brought together about 50 people from our specific area across consulting and insurance to network, listen to speakers, and just generally discuss the industry. And this helped build our brand and led to a lot of inbound recruitment inquiries and actually some hires. Now, that, again, talks back to the recruitment point. If you can do something that builds your brand and makes people want to work at your firm, that will save the firm money, that will make it more money. So there, again, just a really easy way for those of you who are more junior 
to get involved. It's actually also a great way to get a lot of senior exposure because senior people are very keen to get involved in these sort of events. It gives them a good chance to reach out to old contacts because maybe you need a speaker, let's say. Again, a great way to introduce people to your firm or just a good way for the senior members of your firm to get back in touch with people who they may have drifted out of touch with. And all of this will have a residual glow on you and your aptitude for sales. So there is a very short bit of advice, hopefully useful for those of you, as I say, I've targeted this at the more junior end, but I think a lot of these skills are equally applicable at the more senior end. David Lancefield highlighted the, the network mapping is something he does with partners. I think the recruitment and the brand side is equally valid no matter what grade you are, but hopefully this has helped those of you who may be sitting in the, the junior grades and just thinking, Nick, I, I can't do anything in BD. I'm not a partner. I'm not an expert in this. I can't go and pitch to a CEO, so, so I may as well give up. Hopefully this advice has shown you that's not the case and there's actually a lot you can do. Really keen to get your feedback. Let me know what you think of this. I do one of these solo episodes every few episodes just to touch on something that either someone has asked me personally as a question or something that I'm seeing a number of people ask either in messages or sort of over LinkedIn or one of the other platforms. So if there's something you want me to cover on one of these solo episodes, let me know. I'll do my best to cover it. Just drop me an email. It's nick at climbinconsulting.com. Thanks a lot and all the best for the rest of your week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Climb in Consulting podcast. If you did, I would be very grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast platform of choice, whichever one you may be using. And please also share this with anyone that you think could benefit from hearing today's interview. If you want to get in touch or give me any feedback about the podcast, please feel free to drop me an email. It's nick at climbinconsulting.com and I look forward to hearing from you.